eighth episode of The Sample Study. I'm very glad that you're here for this session. The date is Thursday, June 15th, 2017, and I am your host, Too Mello, standing at attention in front of my music production software. Here at The Sample Study, I take just one sampled song per episode, take the song it is sampled in, recreate the beat by hand, and analyze how the producer who sampled it got from having a record in their hand to having the sample on a record of their own. Today we're doing a really exciting beat from maybe the hardest hitting rap group we've had on the show so far. Do you like DMX? What about Onyx? If you answered yes to either or both, then you probably also like MOP. They've got a lot of great tracks, especially for when you need to blow off some steam or go to the gym, but my favorite track has to be Anti Up. For this track, they sampled the very notable soul duo, Sam and Dave. Sam and Dave are a duo credited with popularizing soul music, pretty much because their, mu- uh, their most popular song, Soul Man, had the word soul in its title and made it to the Billboard singles chart, greatly increasing soul music's brand recognition. Their single, Hold On, I'm Coming, has been covered by over 29 other artists since its release. You may know it as the one song that plays a lot in the Blues Brothers. Soul Sister Brown Sugar definitely has a similar energy to that aforementioned track with a hard-hitting horn section right from the start. Sister Brown Sugar was written and produced by Isaac Hayes and David Porter, two big names to have behind any song. The musicians on the track are uncredited, but I'm guessing it's the Stax House bands Booker T and the MGs and the Marquis, who were also presumably behind William Bell and Judy Clay's Private Number. If you remember, we looked at that on episode four, as sampled by Rappin' Forte. Now, MOP consists of Little Fame and Billy Dan's, and the acronym stands for Mash Out Posse. It's a group with a few big hits, a consistent quality, and a strong underground following. Personally, I feel like they have some of the best energy in the hip-hop genre, and it's kind of my pump-up music, my go-to, along with Redman, DMX, Wu-Tang, stuff like that. Annie Up is one of the hypest hip-hop songs to ever exist. Just hearing this intro transforms me into a ball of pure energy, ready to do whatever task lays ahead of me. And you know, um, I'm not really about robbing people, but if if MOP is, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Your life for your jewels, the rules, back up there. Next thing, back up there. Respect my we Brooklyn, man. Yeah. 
Up was produced by DR Period, a well-known producer from the Brownsville neighborhood of Brooklyn. Both members of MOP also hail from this neighborhood, and this was his first time working with them again since he produced their 1994 debut album, To the Death. The song was also mixed by DJ Premier, whom we studied on the last episode. A few songs in the album Warriors were mixed by him, actually. Okay. So now we're going to transition to the part of the show where I make the beat step-by-step from the original sample, getting as close as I can with the other parts. Sometimes it's not going to sound exactly like the original, but I'm giving you my close enough guarantee. For MOP's anti-up, I'll be making the drum beat, the bass line, the synth line, and of course replicating the sampling. First off, MOP's anti-up is at 94 BPM, beats per minute, that's the tempo. The pitch of the sample has not been changed, so we're right in tune with the original Soul Sister Brown Sugar. No need to stretch it around or anything like that. The sample is right here near the beginning of the track, five seconds in. So yeah, that's five horn hits, um, about like seven or eight seconds runtime for that sample section. And each one of these hits is using the beat... um, It's a very clean sampling. Basically, the horn hit chops are all the same length except for the last two. Let me lay it out here for you. So we have three chops at uniform length. One shorter chop for the fourth hit. And then the last hit occurs twice and we kind of stretch it out. We do that by taking this part of the extended horn hit and looping it. And that's how we get that sound. Now let's put a beat over it. So it's pretty simple, uh, just like the sampling. There is a short kick drum with a decent amount of mid-range punch. I've layered two kick drums on top of one another for this. There's a simple hi-hat pattern, just using one hi-hat sample very simply. And there's a snare drum with a really strong crack, so I kind of added a specific sound to accentuate the crack. Now I do want to show a little trick with snares and kicks that can get them a little more punch. Typically what a lot of producers in the late 90s and early 2000s would do in hip-hop is this little trick to add just the slightest bit of stereo delay, or stereo reverb even, to these harder drum sounds to make them just slightly wider, fatter, and punchier. I've applied a stereo delay that hits 20 milliseconds after the kick is triggered with the dry-wet settings set to 30%. Uh, For an example of what that is, dry is not hearing the effect at all when it's turned all the way down, and wet is hearing the effect so loud that it has actually replaced the original sound. Uh, So you'd only hear the delay and not the sound that it's coming from. So what you're trying to do is find a good balance between these two values Typically something that blends the effect in to just by taste to a point where it's not overbearing, but it's also not completely inaudible. So obviously this Sam and Dave sample needs a little bit of processing to sound like it does in the MOP track. We're going to put it in mono. Okay, so next we're going to filter off the highs. We are going to use an EQ to remove the lows and add some high mids. 
Then I've heavily compressed the horn hits because in the original song, they send a lot flatter and pumpier, and I like that. Okay, now that I'm done with that, I'm putting in a little sub bass to kind of augment and play along with the horn hits. And uh, what I'm doing with this bass is I wasn't really satisfied with either um, the deepest octave that I play or the one octave higher than that. So I did both and I sort of turned them down and mixed them because I wanted to get the depth and the strength of the bass, but I also wanted to get the tone and the melody of the bass line. And now I've replicated the synth. Not exactly at all. Um, I couldn't find quite the waveform for the sound they have for theirs, but I'm playing a few notes and applying a heavy vibrato at points, and it passes the sniff test, I suppose. The synth seems insignificant by itself and even a little annoying, but it's kind of the perfect touch to add to the rest of the beat, as you can see when it's all played together. It was kind of a stroke of genius. that will do it for this session of the sample study this was kind of a quick one uh but let me tell you uh I'm, we're coming up on the next two episodes of the season and they are both some real real technical productions that i'm a little worried about tackling um i don't want to spoil anything but they are two songs from my two top two favorite producers uh and i thought it would be a fitting way to close out the first season of this show if you have questions or requests Send them on over to samplestudycast at gmail.com with the subject line questions or requests. You can follow the show on Twitter at samplestudycast, and you can follow me at mellow without the W makes. Mellow makes. I really appreciate iTunes reviews. If you have the time to leave one, it really helps the show get out there, or just tell your friends. If you would like to support the show financially, my Patreon is patreon.com slash two mellow. That's the number two in mellow without a W. And you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash 2mellow. And I got the donation amount wrong in the last few episodes. So I'm at 297 a month right now. I said that once I got to 300 a month, I would make the sample study happen earlier for all patrons. But actually, I'm probably going to have to up that goal to 350. And if I do that, all patrons will start getting the sample study a week early. So basically... Everyone else gets episode 9 on Thursday, and you get episode 10 and, well, you already have episode 9 from the previous week. Anyway, <laughs> you can purchase M.O.P.'s album Warriors and Sam and Dave's Greatest Hits, which is where Soul Sister Brown Sugar ended up landing after it was a 45 single, at pretty much everywhere you would get music. Thanks so much to Lil Fame, Billy Dance, Sam and Dave, Booker T and the MGs, and the Marquis, and most importantly, you for joining me on this session of the sample study. Keep digging. You'll find it.